this is actually my first uh, foray into entrepreneurship. So without Nanogrid Challenge and without these building public challenges, I, I didn't know the right way to go about it. And I didn't know it was so easy as you didn't need to ask permission for anyone. You didn't need to get investors. You didn't need to quit your job. You could literally just spend a couple of hours in the evening and create something hugely of value. So it's been really eye-opening for me. To... So I thought to myself, this could be done better. So why not create an AI-first document editor? So that's how this started. And yeah. And the key really is building a good user experience around it, as well as knowing the right prompts to give to the AI. The API is able to do all of this, but it's just how you feed the data into it, how you're massaging the data to get the right kind of prompt value, and then how would you rate the output on the other end, right? So I thought you have to build the product first, put it out there on Twitter, see what reactions you get, and then go from there. Nanogrit really turned that around and said, don't even start with a product yet. Create a landing page and just put it out there. And that's really taught me how to properly validate your idea, which is cool because the ultimate goal for me is to solve a problem, right? So uh, this validation stage to see what problems am I really solving? Is it really a pain point for users? Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Ship It and Sip It. And I'm happy to have Shashank Shakar here with me to talk about his startup, typenotes.ai. Shashank, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm doing very good. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. Yeah, I'm happy to talk about this uh, product because I'm really excited about the features and benefits that it can offer to content creators, much like myself. So tell us about uh, TypeNotes AI and what it can do for people. In one line, TypeNotes is an AI-first document editor that can generate text as well as images. So that's 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 the product in one line. Uh, it's a document editor in in steroids essentially. Um, for me, I've been interested in this idea for quite a while. Uh, for someone who spends most of his day online. I've always been using online other note-taking apps such as Notion, uh, Obsidian I've used. And they're really useful. They're very, very, very helpful. Uh, I watch tons of YouTube videos, you t read tons of documents, and you want to store all this knowledge, right? Because half the time you forget at the end of the day what you've actually done or read. And also for starting new projects, it's great to start like a new Notion tab. <clears throat> so I've been using these products for quite a while. Um, and now me as my day job, I'm a machine learning engineer. And obviously uh, with the rise of large language models, ChatGPT and likewise, a lot of these uh, note-taking apps have been implementing AI inside them. So Notion has its own AI feature. And I thought it was interesting, very interesting, but it seemed like it was implemented as, a, as an afterthought or something that's added on. So I thought to myself, this could be done better. So why not create an AI first document editor? So that's how this started. And yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense because I think as we've watched this space sort of grow with new tools, I, that's one thing I've noticed as well, just from a creator standpoint is, well, I can use AI to make some images uh, in the different tools, or I can use AI to generate or improve or vary my copy in some way in some other tool. Uh, but there's nothing sort of comprehensive and they both, they all sort of play at different niches and different angles. So this is really interesting to me. So obviously now is the right time to build it because 
the large language models are capable. Uh, given your experience, can you share a little bit more about working with these AI uh, sort of background tools? What, what's it like to develop a product with them? Well, it's, it's actually been quite easy actually now these days. So a lot of these are, uh, models have APIs available to the public, which any developer can use. And the key really is building a good user experience around it, as well as knowing the right prompts to give to the AI. AI. And these two can drastically change the output of what the model gives you. Um, so for, for type notes, for me, the main value add for me is the user experience, the document editor, how easy it is uh, to edit your text, your generated text, how you can create an image right there on the fly, um, how you can make your document look much more beautiful with AI, and then also automate a lot of the document writing with AI. And that's all comes down with the user experience. So the API is able to do all of this, but it's just how you feed the data into it, how you're massaging the data to get the right kind of prompt value. And then how would you rate the output on the other end, right? So you need some sort of a rating system on the output. Is this the output I'm looking for, or is this not what I'm looking for? Uh, so before I started this project, I, I just ran through a bunch of prompts, which I inputted in, into uh, OpenAI's uh, API, and just observed the outputs that it gave me and decided what I wanted and what I didn't, and saw what worked uh, and went from there. Uh, so in terms of prompts, is that something as a user in um, TypeNotes AI, I won't have to worry about like the quality of my prompts or giving the best prompts? Is that something that you've taken care of that's sort of abstracted away from the experience? Yes, of course, for images, especially getting the right prompt is, is extremely important uh, when you're querying these image models, right? the more descriptive, the better. And when you're writing the note-taking app, you're not gonna give a paragraph just to output one image. So this is where templates come in real handy. Um, so autocomplete templates. So you could be typing something that you want out of an image and there'll be five other autocomplete suggestions saying, this is how you can get the best value for your out for your prompt. So that's definitely their autocomplete templates, yeah. Awesome. All right, I guess before we dive too deep into the product itself, uh, you're part of NanoGrit Challenge, which is a month-long challenge with uh, 24 other founders in Nano who are all working to achieve some sort of goal in one month in May. So uh, what was your goal for Type Notes as a founder? For me, it was to validate my product and get users signed up to my waitlist. I set a rather ambitious goal of 500 people on my waitlist um i'm not i'm not near reaching that value yet but i'm hoping to reach 100 by the end of this month so and how do you think or how has uh nano grit helped you move the idea forward i think for me i was very new to twitter uh i was familiar with the build in public community but for me uh my order of doing things was very different so i thought you have to build the product first put it out there on twitter see what reactions you get and then go from there. Nanogrit really turned that around and said, don't even start with a product yet, create a landing page and just put it out there. And that's really taught me how to properly validate your idea. And that was really my goal for this month to say, I'm not going to focus too much on coding up this product. 
let me just create some images and see how it works with just a landing page and get the reaction from him. And so far, it's been a huge learning experience and it's been great. So I posted uh, recently last week, I posted a, a video of me coding up the product. And just from that one video, I, I gained 30 people on my wait list. Awesome. So over the last 10 days, I've gained up to 50 people on my wait list. So. so what have you heard from people? What are some highlights that people have told you in terms of feedback on type notes? Interestingly, I've seeming to, to attract the art community, the AI art community. So a lot of my waitlist signups are people who create AI art for a use case. They may be creating blogs, they may be creating other images online. And for them, this was really, really interesting. I didn't really expect that. And that's something I've learned. So if you just put your product out there before even you start, you gain all these new perspectives which can then you work on your first MVP and change it around a little bit, depending on the audience you have, which is cool because the ultimate goal for me is to solve a problem, right? So uh, this validation stage to see what problems am I really solving? Is it really a pain point for users? So that was interesting to note that a lot of these AI um, art people are really interested in it. And other people, uh, which was my main audience was note-taking. People use note-taking apps like Notion. Uh, and they were very interested in it. They, they really liked the, the combination of all these AI models in one place, images plus text. So that was good. Um, okay, I, I just have a, so yeah. a follow-up question in terms of the note-taking community and I guess the different platforms that people use. Uh, is type notes intended to replace those platforms completely or is it intended to sort of plug into them somehow? It's not to plug in and it's not replacing either. So Notion is a huge application which can do tons of things. It can act as a database, it can act as a CRM. It can do a lot of stuff, it's very powerful. Typenos is purely just an, a document editor. So similar to Google Docs or Dropbox pages or Word, but with AI and with images. So whatever you can do with document editor, you can do with Typenos. Uh, but obviously there's added benefits. So with type notes, you can uh, input buttons in, so you can kind of create a mini web page in your document and share the link to other people. So it'll be a beautiful doc that you can just share by link if you want to show off your work or your CV or your essays, anything like that. So not quite replace Notion and not quite plug in to those kind of apps either. Interesting. Yeah, that's a nice middle ground, I guess, because it would be hard to, yes, try and replace things like Obsidian and Notion completely. But from a user perspective, I find myself, whenever I find sort of a new note tool, platform, whatever, I get kind of into it. If I like it from the first glance, I use it for a couple of weeks, maybe I drop it, maybe I stick with it. Like I've been through a bunch of them and uh, it all just sort of, my notes end up scattered everywhere. It's not very organized. So, um, Maybe that's just my personality and how I deal with note-taking apps, but have you noticed that as well? No, definitely. I, I'm very similar to you. I like trying out all these new apps, especially when they come out on product on Twitter and they're all over the place. And so specifically, I wanted to avoid that and not create this all-in-one app where you, put, you have to put all your notes. As a document editor, you have it for one use for that one document, and then you see how it goes from there. So this is not claiming to organize your whole life in this app. 
It's just a very specific document that if you have a use case, you can use it. And ideally it'll be the best document ever out there. Awesome. So uh, you mentioned this a little bit at the beginning, but uh, can you tell me more about how you sort of discovered this pain point? W was it just from looking at the different AI tools on the market and thinking there had to be something better? Yeah, it really was. It's just thinking the thought process of what if it was done this way? Why is it done in this way? And especially because the rise of these language models have been so fast and these products, which I'm very impressed, like Notion and other products, they've come out with their AI tools in a matter of weeks, um, which, is, which is really interesting. So for me, I wanted to do a more thoughtful way of implementing AI via text and images. So really think about what is actually the best way to implement these powerful models in, in a document format. Oh. And so I took some time and yeah, so that, that's how it is. Super. And you mentioned that you're working as a machine learning engineer. I'm curious, I guess, have you always wanted to be a founder? I know that uh, I assume that uh, machine learning as a field, as an engineer is in demand, uh, good salary, et cetera. Uh, why take this step and, and create your own thing? I've always wanted to be a founder. Um, for me, like putting an idea out there that was just an idea in your brain and seeing it interact with other people and something that's wholly my idea or wholly our team's idea is, is always interests me. It's very, I'm very passionate about it. Um, this is actually my first uh, foray into entrepreneurship. So without Nanogrid Challenge and without these building public challenges, I, I didn't know the right way to go about it. And I didn't know it was so easy as you didn't need to ask permission for anyone. You didn't need to get investors. You didn't need to quit your job. You could literally just spend a couple of hours in the evening and create something hugely of value. So it's been really eye-opening for me to, to go through this challenge. Very cool. Uh, all right, let's dive into the features a little bit because one feature I was really excited about was image gener generation. Now, people have been making amazing images with AI via various tools, Midjourney and others. And I even saw Adobe tease their sort of AI to a couple of days ago, somebody had a video on Twitter that was sort of mind blowing from a photography standpoint. But um, as a content creator, and I love the designers that we have on our design team, they make wonderful images that support our content. But if they weren't there, uh, one of my main pain points is like, there's a lot of image process work that has to happen just to post content either on the blog and then on Twitter and then on Instagram stories and then on the different platforms, you need new sizes. Uh, it's just a time sink, really. If, you, if you're someone whose main goal is to write well and get blog posts out there and get content out there. So uh, can you share more about your vision for the image creator? Is it really to support that sort of work or is it more just a creative outlet? I would say it's more for the first one. It's more of a creative outlet. Um, but the benefit of this is you mentioned sizing. Just like a Word document, you can drag and pull that image to whatever size you want and then save as image from there. So those kind of basic editing tools, which happen inside a document editor, that would be very useful in an AI standpoint because a lot of these online AI image tools, they usually output it in, in a square format or a rectangle format and it's fixed because that's just how the model works. 
So we're using the same models in the back end, but just the user has the ability now to drag and drop, change it around, and crop the images a little bit. Um, but yeah, so one of the demos that I used uh, to demonstrate Typenos AI was to create a cocktail mood board. So I thought a mood board was great, a little bit of text and also an image. And I was really shocked of how well uh, the images came out to look like. So they're very photorealistic. They perfectly uh, describe what the, the text, the prompt was saying. So I thought that was really cool. So something as a more of a creative outlet, it's great. Or also for blog post titles, uh, for a lot of these, you need cover images. So that'd be great to create a unique cover image. So there's kind of um, places where you may not directly try to use an AI, online AI image tool would be useful because it's just right there. Right on. And I guess taking that a step further, let's say hypothetically I wanted to launch a newsletter and each newsletter is going to have a cover image and I also need sort of the banner and then I need some social sharing images if I want to make like a reel for LinkedIn or something like that. So would I be able to sort of guide type notes to use certain brand colors, like I select a, a color palette for my newsletter that I like, and then every edition I can I can get new images created that are consistent in terms of color, consistent in terms of typography. Is that something that you're thinking about? Absolutely, you can actually do that right now in the beta product that I'm building um, because the prompt actually takes the whole document as context to put into the image. So if you just specify the right color and the right brand uh, persona that you're going for, the image will absolutely come out as, as you did. So as I mentioned in the beginning, a lot of this getting the best product out of these AI models is just massaging the prompts, knowing what to type, knowing what words work well, knowing how long the prompt should be. So that's where this autocomplete and templates come really handy. Because for the lay user, I would just type in a description as I described to a human not knowing that the AI model actually wants it a certain way. So that gap I'm trying to bridge with the, the use of templates. Very cool. Sounds very promising. All right. Uh, you mentioned a little bit that uh, the early audience that you talked to was sort of in the art creative uh, segment. Uh, who do you see as your target audience for launch or who do you want to join TypeNotes as early users? People who use docs on a daily basis. This could be company employees, people who are writing docs for other people, because one of the main features of TypeNotes is it's shareable. You can share your doc with anyone with just a link. Uh, so all your images, your buttons there could lead to other web pages. Everything will be there. People who write company docs, note-taking individuals who use these online note-taking software. And anyone who really writes online would be, uh, would be my ideal early users for sure. Fantastic. And I don't have very many more questions, but I'm also curious, I guess we talked about this a little bit, but it has your engineering background really uh, impacted how or why you want to build type notes? Well, for me, um, the AI aspect of my day job has helped immensely. Just knowing the, the breadth of models that existed I'm able to do a lot of competitive market research and see really what AI model works for this use case. So that has helped. But other than that, I think this is entirely new for me. And that's why I'm loving it. I'm learning so much, especially on the marketing side, creating a product, 
uh, creating a UI and a good user experience. All of that is very new. So putting a hard deadline, say 30 days to create this MVP. And that's what's bringing out this creativity to me. When you have a hard deadline, you just, you, you get done what needs to be done. So, yeah. Fantastic. And on that note, pitch day uh, is coming up very quickly. Uh, I'm curious, are you using type notes to, to design your pitch images or documents? That's a great <laughs> idea. That's a great idea. I was thinking of uh, getting some screenshots in there for sure. But yeah, you make a good point. The, the pitch image can definitely be done by type notes. Very cool. All right. Well, do you have anything else that you'd like to share with the world about type notes? Any sort of upcoming plans that are more set uh, in terms of launch or anything like that? Yeah. So I plan to launch uh, into public beta in the mid June. For now, uh, it's only for the waitlist users. And then ultimately, my ultimate goal is to really incorporate AI agents in, into this document editor. So I've never seen that before with any other app. AI agents are autonomous um, language model agents that you give them a task and they don't stop till the task is completed. So they you feed them a prompt. It comes up with a response, just like ChatGPT. But instead of the response just being displayed to you, that response goes back into the model as a, as a loop. So it's a infinite loop essentially. So you just have to give it a stop case saying stop when this uh, metric is reached and that's it. And these have been huge recently in the AI world last month. Uh, they've been used for tons of stuff for sending automated emails, for coming back to customer in inquiries. So I was thinking, how can this work with the document editor? Because if it's going to be the best document editor ever, might as well include these AI agents. So that's something I've planned in the future. I need to really nail down the use case of it and how it can be used in this setting. So I'm still working through that. But yeah, that's something in the pipeline for Interesting. sure. Interesting. Very cool. And I guess I'm curious, do you have any uh, vision for turning it from sort of a document editor into sort of more of a CMS functionality? So that I guess... My thing is like, if I write something in Google Docs and I want to publish it on even Medium, it's like I copy paste everything, I copy paste the pictures over. There's an extra step there that doesn't seem entirely necessary. Uh, is there any vision for that sort of thing in the future? Definitely, yes. So I think the, the share aspect of type notes right now is just a web link to share. Um, but in the future, we'll be editing multiple users, editing one document, sharing to multiple other platforms. So you can just with one click, uh, hopefully, if, if the API connections are correct, ideally, you should be able to share with Medium with just one click. I know other apps are able to do that. So I'd be very interested in, in doing that for TypeNotes as well. Very cool. Awesome. Well, I have signed up uh, on the beta wait list. I haven't checked it out yet, but I'm excited to. Thank you so much for your time, Shashank, and good luck on the pitch and good luck in your build-up to the launch in, in June. And I will give everybody a link to the website and they can find your Twitter handle and all that stuff in the show notes. So thanks a lot, Shashank, for your time and have a great weekend. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you.